reach against Calgary gets a chance to get the game back in reach here. Jeff Matthews, 8 of 12, 67 in the first half. And as Tressman said, they're seeing what they expected. Not, not executed. And the Argos get the ball first, second half. Flags fly as Martiz Jackson brings it back over the 30 to the 32-yard line. So what kind of field positions Cody Fajardo going to have after these flags? Interesting in the in the quick discussion there with Matt on the sideline, how Mark Tressman basically talked about his evaluation, not just the score and not just the numbers, but what they had scouted from the Montreal defense is what they saw in the first half. So if you're not surprised by what they're doing, then you should be executing better, and that's why the change of quarterback. Mark Trussman getting options here. Will they kick off once again? I mean, the easiest way to clarify it is, is there's a, a drastic difference in style between Fajardo and Matthews, and we'll see it almost right away in the second half. But it looks like the Argos want kick it over. Montreal to kick it again. Well, the ball is in flight, illegal interference. Montreal, number 44, will re-kick 10 yards back. So that's Brandon Dozier called. And a good decision again by the coaching staff here. The reason that you take that and not take the field position that they had, which was decent in and of itself, but you've got a tired cover team's got to go and run the 40, 50 yards over again. And you've got a top-notch uh, returner back there in the return game, Martise Jackson. So make him cover it again from 10 yards back. If he can break one. Averaging 25 yards a kickoff. He's had four big play returns this year, including an 84 yarder that with a late flag wiped out what should have been a touchdown in Winnipeg. You remember Karen, don't you? How could we forget? How could we forget? Line drive this time. It's going to be Levi Noel on a hop. And is he going to get back to the 32? Well, they're going to be about the same spot, maybe a yard further back. As good kick. Good kick and good cover. SJ Adara downfield quickly. So here he comes, Cody Fajardo, eight games last year, and he was 6 for 11, 75 yards in relief last week after the injury to Ray. But a much different style than either Ricky Ray or Jeff Matthews. We're gonna go on the ground first, and here is Whitaker with a next run, spins away, and across midfield. Well, Mark Trespa told Matthew Shinetti about staying with the run game and establishing it, and that's a big play of 30 yards, Whitaker's longest run of the year. And watch Bowman has to respect the play fake and Fajardo possibly running, and this is the difference in that style you talked about, Chris. It's an athletic running quarterback. Excuse me, it wasn't Bowman off the edge, though. There was a high player that has to go up and take that contain. It was Tyree Hollins. So 29 yards rushing in the first half for Toronto. They get 30 on the first play from scrimmage. Play action fake, and it's Declan Cross, the fullback. Kaye Bear, the tackle down at the 35. Back-to-back -back first downs. 
and a little early momentum for Cody Fajardo. It's a positive of a running quarterback that he forces defensively for you to widen out a little bit, make sure you've got the edges so you have them in contain. That opens inside running lanes for your tailback or that little play action game because it'll freeze a defensive lineman. And that's just a difference in styles. Not one's better than the other. But Cody Fajardo's got him going early. He's Shulligan shaking up on the play. He gets attention. Noel Thorpe not going to be caught off guard by any of this. The Alouettes told us yesterday they were expecting to see both quarterbacks. Yeah, and Mark Trussman said that you may anyway. And that was a midweek decision and decided to go with Matthews because of similar styles and for multiple other reasons. But... Jeff Matthews just wasn't seeing it in the first half. And this is kind of interesting in, in the sense that Mark Trestman's quarterbacks in the past usually are, are very similar. Matthews more in that mold. It's going to be fun to see what a what a quarterback guru like Trestman can unlock with a different style quarterback in Cody Fajardo. Well, already he's got him with the play action, pushing the edges with his legs. And right now the Montreal defense got to settle into that and get back in sort of different pass lane angles with a running quarterback. First and ten. Get the play off and hand it back to Whitaker and more positive yards straight ahead. Holland's the tackle but Brandon Whitaker close to nine more. See, this is Chip Cox respecting again Fajardo. I'll just show you one more time. Fajardo, you're going to see Chip Cox flash up. He gives the ball away, but you'll see Cox. Well, you don't see him on that shot, but he, he, he flashes up. Trains that the Argos are last in rushing. Alouette's number one run defense. But the run game is starting to... Get things moving for Toronto. Second and one. And Whitaker is going to get the first down. Yeah, but and it's an adjustment. It's just an adjustment for Montreal to try and change their gaps, change their angles. Maybe a little bit of the calls will be different. That last one, of course, short yardage, so a little bit different. But Noel Thorpe just has to say, okay, now they're, they're trying to push the edges outside. So now how do you counteract that defensively? Make sure you have a contained man and the guy in the gap right beside it to take care of Brandon Whitaker. So first down for the Argos at the 25-yard line. Whitaker with a block. Declan Cross, does he make the catch? Had to get low to make the grab and then unable to regain his feet to proceed the safety Dondre Wright Ajax product with the tag down on cross what a block by Whitaker <laughs> what a great block one of the best blocking backs in the game and Brandon Whitaker comes off the edge and he goes over this side and he picks up the blitz watch this block and pop right there nice passing down here for Fajardo over the middle and he skips it short of an open target Khalil Payton was open in first down territory. Yeah, first couple throws by Fajardo looks a little tight. Just a little bit tight. Relax on those throws. They got the, the this offensive series going with the run game with Brandon Whitaker and, and Fajardo again with that play action move to the outside. But first couple throws, he looked a little tight. He's got to go loosen up over there and just relax. 
Both of them short. So the Argos set up for a field goal. From 31 out. And Hiralahu's got another. And now is 26 of 32 on the season. 12 point Montreal lead. As Montreal gets set for their first possession, second half, it got started tonight on that 41 yard connection from Durant to Ernest Jackson. Monday on CTV, intense focus, extreme athleticism, nimble footwork, must have skills for every Ninja Warrior. Watch American Ninja Warrior City Finals Monday at 8, 7 Central on CTV. Thought I was describing Darian Durant there for a minute. <laughs> nimble footwork, extreme athleticism, legs like tree trunks. And a guy that's now 14th on the all-time passing list. And he's going to try and get one off here. Escapes. And nimbly to wow. Stephen Logan. Good conversation with defensive coordinator Corey Chamberlain about Durant. Because he knows him so well. And he said to his guys, look, he, he can create on his own. He's a former champion. He's got strong lower body and legs. He can make you miss. And when he takes control of a game, he'll do it. And both physically and mentally, he'll be able to execute. And look at that. Just a little touch pass up over Marcus Ball's shoulder. 15-yard play, first down, and now Sutton inside. And he has three more. Rico Murray moves up. So he needed 135 passing yards to get beyond the great Sam Etcheverry, the rifle. The way he's been playing, you knew he'd get there tonight if he stayed healthy, and he has been, knock on wood. 174 so far and counting. Second and seven, over the middle, pass is caught right near the first down stick. Nick Lewis took punishment, but as he usually does, hangs on for catch number 10-13. And it is a, an Alouette first down. Big Nick, that third receiver, three receivers to the field there, just sits down. As soon as Cassius Vaughn turns for the deep guy, sits down right in behind him. Now going deep, looking for Cunningham. Can't make the catch, flags down against Alford, and it'll be a P.I. call against Toronto. Two officials on the scene and both threw their flags. Pass interference, strong. Number 37. Yeah. Automatic first down. Yeah, Marcus Alford has struggled a little bit tonight with this. He's wants to be physical, but with the ball in the air there, he's going to run right through B.J. Cunningham. You see ball in the air, he's trying to jump forward, and he runs right through him early before the ball arrived. Two flags fly, good calls by the official. That's pass interference. 34-yard penalty. First down, handoff. Sutton. Drilled by.
by Wynn. Down at the 13-yard line to pick up a three. Dylan Wynn grew up on a ranch in Arlington, Texas, and he's, he's playing by like a good old strong farm boy. A couple good bull rushes in that first half. I'm having trouble envisioning him playing that ukulele that apparently <laughs> is his trademark. Doesn't look like your average ukulele player. Second and seven. Here they come. Picked up. Pass. Lewis can't hold on. Would have been a tough catch on the sidelines, and it's third down at Boris Beattie, and the field goal unit checks in. Boy, that was picked up nicely, and the guy who does it and picks up the blocks up front for Durant is Ernest Jackson coming in at his receiver spot. Then he comes in, and I think it's Bear Woods that he's going to block. Yes, it is on the blitz. And Durant just can't keep it in bounds there right on the sideline. That's good coverage underneath. Looked like Nick may have looked away to turn the check corner. What the traffic yeah. was there. Cash is one in good spot. So from 20 up, PD hits that. That's why once again it's a 15-point Dalouette lead. Teams trade field goals on their first possessions of the second half. with more on the number two quarterback tonight for Toronto. Here's Matthew Shinetti. A few weeks ago, CC, I did have a chance to speak with offensive coordinator Marcus Brady about Cody Fajardo. And if it did come to pass, as it has in years past, that Ricky Ray would be on the sidelines because of injury. And Marcus Brady said he had all the confidence in the world in Cody Fajardo. For those who do remember, when Fajardo got some playing time last season, he did injure his forearm when stretching up for a touchdown in garbage time of a game the Argos lost. That's the reason Marcus Brady said that I like him so much. He's going to extend the play. When the ball's in his hands, he's going to do whatever he can to create. Guys? Here he goes now, Matthew, out of the pocket. He'll run for a first down. Here's a strange stat. In the first game after an injury to Ricky Ray, the Argos are 4-1 since Ray joined the Argonauts. Well, he was the leading passer in the league coming in to this week before he was injured. And hopefully it won't be long. And without Ray, Argos 19-19 in the 38 games he has missed. 500 without him. S.J. Green a catch up across the 50-yard line on first down. First possession for Fajardo, seven plays, 54 yards, and a field goal. Had a chance to settle in on the sideline and locks a little bit, completes a couple of passes, should help his confidence in the passing game. You know he can run. Three for four out of the gate. 23 yards so far, and now steps up, but Chip Cox going to toss him down. Forward progress comes across the line of scrimmage, but he'll be at least three yards short of the first down. Remember I was saying that the Montreal defense has to adjust, adjust their angles. Well, their defenders like Chip Cox would go upfield with Fajardo to keep him in the pocket. This time, not going there. This time, he goes there on this angle. So it's just a small adjustment for the contained man, Chip Cox. Don't go upfield, drive your man back into the pocket, and now you got a shot at 17. If you go too high and wide, it opens up a running lane for Fajardo. 
Verlahu punting to Logan. Logan steps up to field it at the 19. Trying to bounce outside. It's not going to work. Taken down on the play by Terrence Plummer after the 38-yard punt. But a defensive play by the vet, Chip Cox, gets the Argos off the field. Coverage begins 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific on TSN 1, 3, and 4, presented by Asante Wealth Management. It's a good-looking city. It's good to be here on a Friday night, isn't it? Good to be here any night. It is. You know, there's a curfew. we got a game Sunday. That's a good point. Be in by four. Here comes Nick Lewis. Another catch. Getting closer to Ben Cahoon. And a first down grab, 15 for El Grande. Yeah, when you're a DB, you, you just, this is a nightmare. This is him with a downhill speed, just chugging at what, 240? And, and look at Marcus Alford just saying, I'm going to just climb on and just hope that you go down. Number three all time is three away from Cahoon. Could there be two more different receivers in, well, the pantheon of great CFL receivers than Lewis and Cahoon? Ben now a receiver coach at BYU and probably watching tonight and cheering on number eight. Different guys and similar as well. I mean, I want to contradict myself, but just could make the spectacular catch. Ben Cahoon, great at it. More S.J. Green style than anything. But that possession when you need on second down, that's where they're similar. Has any receiver ever been more involved in contact nope. after the catch or nope. even blocking that? The number eight. No, let me think. Milt Stiegel, no. <laughs> that's definitely not Milt. <laughs> <laughs> There's a catch over the middle, slant pattern. Taekwon Underwood has an Alouette first down of midfield. Well, I had to fight for that, too. Had to win that battle. That was a concessive catch, and Underwood comes up with it. Milt saying, they couldn't catch me to hit me. Yeah, that, well, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Let, let me think of our other guy, Jock Climby. Contact? Nope. 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 Nick Lewis is on the top of that list when it comes to receivers that like the contact and will go after it, be the hammer. Dad here to cheer him on tonight. Hand off inside, Sutton skipped over one would-be tackler. And then gets driven back, Marcus Ball and Bear Woods, the linebackers. And Marcus Ball with a word for Sutton. It's gonna be second and long. It's like second and eight and a half. You know, talk with Nick Lewis before the game and he comes over and he said hey I want to talk to you about the officiating and the offside or the the onside kick that I saw and, and if you leave your and we started going over all the scenarios of plays from different games and how they were ruled and what's the correct ruling passing down for Durant ran out of time and the pass incomplete delivered low to Sutton who wouldn't have got to the first down stick and Troy Davis got there. Looks like Sean Lemon slow to get up, and isn't that nice if Darian Durant wants to help him up? But I think Lemon 
going to need a moment or two. Well, this is the one thing that no one's talking about with the Argos. And, you know, they started the season winning two of their first four, and, and their starters on defense have dropped. I mean, they have six yeah, starters yeah. from game one who are now on the sixth game. But the Edmonton Eskimos. Yeah, they'll say, have, you know, whatever. They prevented us from really using injuries as, a, as an excuse. There's Alan Michael Cash that that they'd like to get into this Argo defense as well, ready to come off the six game. Right now, as Lemon gets attention, we'll get a step out with just under four minutes left, third quarter. Power getting to the sidelines. Looks like he might have jammed the knee a little bit on the last rush. Yeah, came up the field on Brian Simmons on the outside here, and, and he's just on this lane. He gets pushed from behind and kind of stumbles up. Maybe he locked that knee momentarily or twisted it slightly, but it looks like he'll be fine. Has his fifth sack of the year. A couple of tackles with Victor Butler, Cleon Lang, Ken Bishop, Jermaine Gabriel, Johnny Sears, Josh Mitzel. All on the sixth game, Argo starters on defense. Well, that list starting with Victor Butler and Cleon Lang. That, yeah, yeah, that's Butler's start to the season. Unbelievable. So PD to punt. Martiz Jackson back at the five. The Argos could use a return to flip the field. Outside the numbers. Jackson across the 20. And brought down around the 25. Decent return there, though, for Martiz Jackson to improve the field position for Cody Fajardo. Three for four so far tonight since taking over for Jeff Matthews, just 20 yards passing. And the Argos with only 87 yards passing so far in the game. Yeah, they're, and, they're, and their big drive in the second half or the drive that produced the field goal was with the running game in Brandon Whitaker. 87 passing, 81 rushing so far tonight. Argos with 3-11 net last week against Calgary in the game that Ricky Ray left. Start on the ground here once again off the left side. And this, this Montreal defense will smother you. I mean, they'll... You know, they'll, they'll come, and as, if you don't push them deep, if you don't take some shots down the field and loosen them up a little bit, they'll just keep coming down towards the line of scrimmage and smother you. They got guys that can just create havoc, like Kyrus A. Bear and Chip Cox. John Bowman's another one. And until you, you challenge them with a couple of deep balls, boy, they just tighten down the screws. Second down, Fajardo steps up, avoids the rush, takes off, got a first down. Up over the 40-yard line before he gets cranked down, but he'll move the chains. Well, and you heard Matthew talk about Marcus Brady saying that this is what he likes about Cody Fajardo. Cody Fajardo will, will go that extra mile. He doesn't hook slide here. He wants to make sure he has the first down. I think because he was going back and forth across the field that he wasn't sure where that marker was. That's why he took that hit. But hey, if, if running game is part of your game, then do it. John Bowman made the tackle, but shaken up and the 35-year-old to the sidelines. Well, Cody Fajardo, red-shirted one year behind 
Colin Kaepernick at Nevada. And then, like Kaepernick, the only two NCAA quarterbacks to ever pass for over 9,000 yards and rush for over 3,000. So he's a, a dual threat. Pressure on here, dumps it off. Here's Coombs. Anthony Coombs has another first down. What a punishing night for Coombs. The first half, he was laid out twice, but bounces back for 11 here. Yeah, you talk about those quarterbacks that can run and pass. One of the receivers for Cody Fajardo right now is one of those guys in our Monte Edwards who, with Appalachian State, and over 10,000 yards passing, 74 touchdowns, and four, over 4,000 yards rushing at Division II. Here is Whitaker, short yardage that time. Napton closing quickly. It's been a slow start, or quiet start, I should say, for Gabriel yeah. Napton. He's on our top 50 list, a guy with nine sacks last year. And, and maybe it's just statistically, and, and when you break it down on film, that he is executing his assignment, playing hard and playing well. But statistically, it's been a slow start. Big defensive play there for Napton that sets up second and 10. Fajardo changing the play call. Here comes the heat from Dozier. Fajardo gets away, takes off. Got a block from S.J. Green and lowered the boom. He ran over Tyree Hollins to get close to a first down. Close enough where Tressman can go for it here. Fajardo is the short yardage quarterback as well. But yeah, he's he is not trying to step out of bounds. He's not hook sliding. He's trying to get the first down with his legs and had to lower his shoulder to do it here on Tyree Hollins. Wow. 6-2-215. He got the best of that exchange. Sure didn't did. He? Sure wow. did. That's the cold shoulder. Close enough for a measurement. See the see the big offensive lineman in there after that hit. They go, yeah, hey, we like that one. We we really like we really like that. James Wilder is checked in. That's how close it is. A few chain links away. Well, not even the length of the football. Points on this drive in the fourth quarter. Yeah, changes quite a bit, doesn't it? Been able to stay on the field here a little bit more in the third quarter. That gives your defense a rest and hope. Behind Sean McEwen, and he should have the first down. A bear draws him back. He loops a little bit for a third down sneak, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he, he's confident in that strength. I mean, you saw Fajardo's power when he takes a guy on DB. Now, Kyra Saber a little bit different, and Fajardo turned his back here as he got to the line of scrimmage. He kind of flips around because of that first contact, so Bear's got leverage on him. But I think he has enough. Chains have moved. Declan Cross checking in late. Jeff Fuller without a catch so far tonight. Handed off inside again. Whitaker. Had a crease and just got tripped up. A bear finished him off. I think Whitaker saw a lot of daylight and lost his footing. 
final play of the third quarter. It remains a 15-point Alouette lead, but the Argos in scoring range with the football to start the fourth quarter here in this battle to be the beast in the East.